Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Here's San Francisco and the incomparable forward, Rick Barry. Behind the end line, they burn him again and it's Barry. And now Rick Barry, the league's leading scorer. What a superb basketball player he is. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another show. Yeah, that's right. This is the Rick Barry show, but I kind of think about it as the Rick Barry Cyrus Satchis show. My no, son. no, oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I, I, I do because you, <laughs> right, we've been together and we did a lot of stuff together when I was doing KMBR radio. He was my producer and and uh, he used to bail me out when it came to hockey because I didn't really know all that much about hockey, but he was a big <laughs> hockey guy as well. And of course, the surf show man himself, you know, this is him, the surf dog. So uh, check him out when he's doing that as well. But uh, happy to have you joining us here. Hope everybody is doing well. And I know that Cyrus is very happy because he's such a diehard Warriors fan. And he was very happy. Uh, so tell everybody about why you're so excited about the first exhibition game. All right. It's time to take a quick break to talk about our longtime official sponsor, Bet Online. We're back and better than ever all eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on for another football season and as always bet online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season not to mention the baseball playoffs are here basketball seasons weeks away and newsflash folks you can bet on preseason games and with the new updated site and interface even more odds props and contests bet online continues to be the number one source for everything football, baseball, and of course, what we cover the most here, basketball. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season, betonline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. Well, I think all of Dub Nation was ecstatic about that game. And, and first and foremost, Rick, I mean, we had ourselves a pool party. I mean, if this kid continues playing like this i mean he finished the season incredibly strong last year rick i think you and i agree that work ethic is one of the vital variables for success especially in professional sports and something clicked with jordan Poole last year where i think he i don't know if it was watching stephen curry's uh work habits i don't know if it was seeing just you know clay thompson putting in all that work to try to come back from these two horrific injuries but sir jordan Poole is is a, a light of a, a beacon in what has been a cloudy, cloudy forecast for the Warriors for a while. But I, mean, I think your feedback will be more important than mine, just in terms, because you watched this game too. They have another preseason game tonight. I mean, we both were not thrilled with Jordan Poole early on. Like, but what are your thoughts now? Because now, so far, I love him. Well, he, he put on quite a performance. You know, he, he got 30 points, shot the hell out of it. I mean, and you're right. He probably was influenced, especially early in his career with Steph, because he was taking Steph Curry type shots, but he wasn't making any of them. <laughs> and uh, all of a sudden that changed. I mean, he, he fired some from Steph range in, in that last game and uh, nothing but net. So, uh, yeah, he looked so much more confident out there. Uh, I think it was a reality check for him to get sent back down to the G League team and to his credit. He didn't allow that to break him. It didn't allow that to get him down. If anything, it made him even put more effort and 
to what he was doing to try to get himself up to a higher level. And he certainly has done that. And I agree with you. If he plays the way he played in that last game on a relatively consistent basis, I'm not saying he's going to go out and get 30 points every game uh, and, and play at the level he played there all the time, but it shows you what he is capable of doing. And what I liked a lot, it wasn't just relying on the three pointers, even though I think some of his shot selections are a little bit suspect at times, but if he's making them like he made in the last game, he's going to be one of those guys kind of like Stephen Clay. No, no. Yeah, it's okay. Nice shot. Um, but he did a good job and he went to the basket real well. Um, you know, did some really nice things and, and had an outstanding game. So uh, that's certainly encouraging if you're a Warriors fan to hope that you can get somebody like him to add another offensive uh, weapon to you, not only right. just all around, but also especially from the perimeter, which opens things up for everybody. So very impressive. Uh, congratulations to him for the effort he's put forth over the last couple of seasons to get himself to this point. And let's hope that he continues to maintain his performance at this level. I agreed. So, you know, one thing I noticed with the game is, is Steve Kerr did not really uh, put in the rookies that much. I mean, we saw a lot of these veterans that they picked up. First of all, I think you and I are on the same page, but maybe, maybe you differ. I don't know. I loved seeing Andre Iguodala out there. He looked like his old self. I could see him being the leader of that second unit. Um, what are your thoughts on all the rest of them though? Bialika, I was, eh, you know, he had moments, but I didn't see much. I think Avery Bradley almost looked nervous out there a little bit. Uh, I, I know he's there more for his defense, but he was making a lot of mistakes. His shooting percentage was awful. Um, Otto Porter Jr., I he looked kind of overweight. I don't, I don't know. I would love your thoughts. Like, what did you think about all these newcomers? Well, you know, it's it's early to see what's going to happen. I think Steve was just, just trying to find out himself. That's probably why yeah. he played these guys to get a feel for, you know, what can these guys do for us? How are they going to perform? Uh, I still really do think that if he's going to turn this team into a team that can, you know, can vie for certainly a playoff spot is what you got to look at first and foremost. Um, they've got to win a bunch of games before Clay comes back. He's got to find out what rotation he's going to be able to use. Right. And, and, and so it's, it's a work in progress. I mean, that's about the best thing that I can say. It's a definitely work in progress. It's experimenting, trying to see what these guys are going to be able to do, making up your mind who you can use and certainly pull. Um, I think he, he made a, a big impression. I think he oh. helped a great deal without question. And I'm really looking forward to see what, the, you know, what Moses can do, uh, you know, let's see what he's going to be able to do when he gets his opportunity to play. I think Wiggins showed that, you know, he's another one that we can count on the fact that he got his shot. And yes, eligible, which is great. He's going to, you know, he took care of that, which was good to see. There's just so many unknowns, you know, what's going to happen with, uh, with Wiseman. How's he going to be when he comes back? And they're going to be two key elements to the team's success. And both of them, hopefully can come back and be healthy and perform at a high level. Hopefully Wiseman will continue to improve and hopefully Clay will go back somewhere close to where he was prior to the injuries. I mean, you think about it, it's been such a long time that this guy's even been back on the court playing games but oh. if there's anybody that's going to put the time and the effort in and be ready to come back and, and play at that level or give it the best effort to play at that level, whether it is successful or not, we'll pray that it is. Uh, Clay is the guy I think that could get that done. So I'm most concerned, as we talked about, how well will he be able to play defense? I mean, not that you're going to win with individual defense, but it's nice to have a guy like him that can make other guys work harder to do what it is they're going to try to do. That's always important. And he understands TB defense as well. So I'm more concerned about his level of performance on that end than I am the offensive end because we know he's going to shoot the hell out of it. And it shouldn't impact him because he's not the kind of guy that has to make the super quick moves and do things. That's not his game. 
right? He moves, mm -hmm. gets open, and he shoots it so darn quick. He doesn't need a lot of help to be able to get shots off. And the way the Warriors, when they're playing their brand of basketball, he's going to get shots. And if they're going to really focus on him and stay up, and then all this does is create other opportunities. And if you have a guy like Poole, who more than likely now, if he's in the game sometime, they go a little bit smaller, you know, who's going to guard both of them if they're both shooting that well? And Clay, yeah. and it's Steph. I mean, you know, seriously, that creates the same kind of problem we talked about with KD being there. Of course, KD can do a lot more than two. <laughs> I'm not putting in the same league. But when you've got three guys that can shoot the threes like that, you have to guard them. I mean, you can't go off and be helping. And that way, if we get somebody else to do something and have a low post game where I'm telling you my most concern is their size and what they're going to do inside, because right. those guys are such great threats outside. They force a team to have to stay up on them, which means you can go and get guys one-on-one -on -one in the post because who's going to double? You can't leave any of those guys. <laughs> you know what was crazy is there were a few moments in that game, uh, the, the debut preseason game, where – the Trailblazers were double and triple teaming Jordan Poole and Stephen Curry was wide open. If, if that's a hint of things to come, I mean, even before Clay comes back, this offense could really thrive and explode. Draymond Green was actually playing offense. We haven't seen that in three years. That was impressive. Yeah, well, was he, so needs to do that. he needs to get back to playing. Draymond needs to be here's the guy. Draymond needs to get 10 to 15 points a game. Do his rebounding, you know, try to be yes. able to get there and hopefully be a double-digit rebounder as well and play the kind of defense he plays and the facilitator as well. Right. And he needs to get back to that level. So he has to be a little bit more um, aggressive offensively than, than he was when, obviously, when, when KD was there. And so hopefully he'll do that and get back to that level. But, you know, Poole was a big surprise. I mean, I was happy to see that. They need somebody to step up. And yeah, he, yes, they he do. Stepped, he, well, he stepped up big time. And then I think Porter had a nice game too, but he had 19, I think, didn't he have uh, 19? He did. Yeah. He did. And he's, and he's a lethal, lethal three-point shooter. And again, my only critique of him is when I saw him, he looked a little overweight, but I could be completely wrong on that. I mean, I, yeah, he played great. And, and in all likelihood, we're probably going to see Kaminga and Moody spend some time in the G League just because we saw the benefit of it from Jordan Poole. And if this team is as deep as what we're starting to see here, I mean, they're not going to have time to play these guys. And these are the, 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 the future of the team. I mean, Kaminga, we saw some flashes of brilliance in that summer league. Uh, by the way, how how relieved are you that we don't have to talk about this Wiggins vaccination thing anymore? I mean, was it that was getting so annoying and so yeah. old? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's still an issue that's out there. And, and yeah. here's the deal is, you know, having looked at it, having read a lot of the things out there, the chances of someone getting the vaccine and having something of significant detriment to their health and whatever happening is, is very, very, very slim. Uh, but the bottom line of it is, is that it's not just about you anymore. I mean, you're part of a team. You work yeah. for a company. Companies have rules and regulations. In this case, for the case of the Warriors uh, and for the case of the Nets, they happen to be living in cities and all where the local government ordinances are such that they have rules that have to be followed. And it's not the Warriors demanding this of him. It's the government demanding yes. it of them. And so it's a pretty simple thing. I mean, either you do it or you don't play. Yep. I mean, very simple. Kyrie Irving, same thing. Now, if he's going to be adamant about that, and then he's not going to want to sign, I mean, take, a, take his vaccination, then I think what you have to do, if I was the Nets, you have to go and approach every team where there's not going to be that issue from the government side to say that you can't play unless you get a vaccination and find a team that is willing to trade for him and get something for him because you certainly don't want to give up all the money you paid and stuff and let just him become a free agent, go anywhere he wants you, you get nothing for it. Yeah, that, that Kyrie Irving situation, I mean, it's, it's very fascinating because apparently the reason why the Nets aren't making a move now is because of how much 
Kevin Durant likes him and wants him on the team. And you're right about the rules. I mean, look, as an educator myself, my day job, I'm a professor. One of the first things I had to do when I got hired at all these schools is show proof of vaccination of tuberculosis, because that is something that is very contagious and, and, and schools regulate that, you know, and, and each person has their beliefs about, you know, what, you can and can't put in your body and whatnot. I I just went with it and, and Wiggins had his issues. I the one thing I wish Wiggins was more transparent early on because he mentioned in one of these interviews that part of his hesitancy was his body some years ago reacted negatively to Tylenol. And I was thinking, I'm like, wow, if your body's that sensitive, I, I could see you having some hesitancy. And you mentioned your wife ha- having having a brief spell of Bell's palsy. I mean, there are some minor side effects to this, but the Nets are in a bind. I mean, Kyrie Irving does not seem like he wants to budge. The only trade option I see that seems to make the most sense right now would be if the Nets traded him to the Sixers for Ben Simmons. It would seem to eliminate the problems both these teams have right now. But I mean, what do you do if you're the Nets? And if you're Steve Nash and that team, like, what would you do? Well, I, I, I would basically just say, look, you, you either you're going to either have to take the, take the vaccination or we're going to trade you. I yeah, mean, simple. I mean, you know, because you can't from an economic standpoint, just give him up for nothing. <laughs> no, you know, <laughs> no. He's, too good, he's too good a player and somebody there and it could be one of your competitors and stuff is going to wind up having him and create a, a major issue for you. Uh, so that, I, I think that's the only alternative that they have. And the only other thing, yeah, because you can't have him be on the team. How the hell do you have a guy that only plays raid games? And he can't practice either. I mean, it's just, it's, it's such a conundrum, uh, but that's the only option that they really truly have. And so uh, if they can't trade him and just tell him, here's, because they can't release him, but they could probably what they do is they can, they can, they can define him. He's only going to get, you know, if he's not playing the game, say, fine, you're not going to get paid for those games. Break it down into per per game money that he makes, his salary. Uh-huh. Then because he's not going to do that, then you find him a significant amount of money for for the other games, for the games he's not playing in, which means he basically wind up almost making nothing. I mean, and he has no control over that because I think they have every right to do that because he's not living up to the terms of his contract. So you certainly yep. can do that. Obviously the union will get involved and it'll be all a bunch of garbage going on there. But I think they, <laughs> they have to take a strong stand. They really do. You, you want answers? Yeah. I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Thank you very much, Jack Nicholson. You know, a few good men. So let's <laughs> get that out of the way. But it is, the truth is, is that Kyrie has to pay a severe penalty for this. He can't get away with doing it because it gets back to what we've talked about many times. And I talk about Will Chamberlain, great, great player, Will Chamberlain. And I think the last book he was involved with was called The Inmates Are Running the Asylum. And uh, <laughs> so, and, and that's kind of the case right here. You can't let players dictate what's going to happen. They are an yeah. employee and they're getting paid outrageous sums of money to be able to go and play a game of basketball and to take that position and do it fine. Okay. If you're not going to play in those games, they would try to trade them. If they can't get a trade that makes any sense for him, fine. He doesn't play those games. You don't even let him play in the other games. If you don't want to screw up team chemistry and just tell guys, this is the way it is. And you find him for all the games that, you know, when you're not paying him, you're going to find him, you know, because of that and make it so that you, you force him to, you know, to, to hopefully, you know, get the vaccine and adhere to what the rules are, not by the team, but by the local government. Right. And, and Kevin Durant, you know, we, we, we've covered this repeatedly. He's still never given a clear reason why he left the Warriors dynasty. The only scene, the only thing we seem to know for certain is that he wanted to team up with his buddy Kyrie Irving and, 
And, and I feel like if anyone's under pressure in this situation, it's, it's Durant because he wants Kyrie on that team. But if, if he can't play your championship aspirations are really up against the wall and, and in question now, um, by the way, you know, speaking of the players, this is the 75th anniversary of the NBA's existence. Uh, the 50th anniversary, they named you one of the 50 greatest, greatest players. And rightfully so I maintained at that point, you were, you were one of the top 15 players ever. Um, since then, 25 years have passed, maybe a few players like LeBron James, for example, might've slipped ahead of you. Um, but are you allowed, have they notified you about the 75th anniversary team yet? Um, I think it's all but certain you're going to be on it. But have they told you anything? Are you allowed to talk about it? No, uh, I'm, you know, I'm going to just talk about some interviews. They want me to talk about some of the players that are there. Uh, they ask guys, the other people to put in stuff for voting for the other players, because obviously you got to add 25 more guys. Right. And, but again, it's subjective. I still think that they really missed the boat in regard to how they went about doing it. Instead of picking the 75 and having to tell them who should be, who shouldn't be, they should have done it by position. I really still believe that they should do that. Hmm. You can have some meaningful conversations, you know, about who are the, who are the guards that you like the most, who are the guard, the two guys, the, whatever it may be, because it gets back to my same thing. I had this long talk today on, on Tim Legley with a show with Zach that they do on NBA radio. And we talked about the same thing that you, you, you just can't be comparing apples to oranges. I mean, and that's what happens when you start talking about players who play different positions and in today's world, it's a very difficult thing because even in the, I don't know if you read the thing with the GM poll that was out. I did. And yeah. Well, did you see that even the GMs, they're at least in different players, like at three different positions. I mean, <laughs> yeah. the GMs don't know who the hell's playing where. <laughs> it's crazy. That is true. That is true. You, it's, no, it's really, you can't, you no, you can't compare a center to a point guard. That's just, that is, you're right. That is apples and oranges. I hear you on that. They ask a question and they have Luka Doncic is up here for this and that and everything. And then he's down and he's fifth in this other thing, but he's second in this. And I mean, there's just no rhyme or reason to it because why? It's all subjective. It's just opinion. <laughs> I mean, it is just totally and completely opinion. And, you know, some people's opinion that you, you would take, uh, you would take it a little bit stronger as far as who's saying what they're saying, but you don't know who actually said it. And so it'd be nice to know what each of the general managers said, but they probably didn't want anybody to know. I'm sure they gave their, their interviews and stuff about it, that it was uh, anonymity that, you know, they would just take a collective thing there, but not say who said this and who said that because they wouldn't want to get themselves in trouble. <laughs> but right. you know, I mean, it's crazy. It's just, it's so. <sighs> Yeah, so see, I told you how he's on top of everything. We got that out of the way as well. <laughs> because this does, this does drive me crazy when they do these kinds of things because there isn't, I mean, it's just somebody's opinion. Seriously. Yes, it is. And That's all it is. The yeah. opinion of some of the guys that are the talking heads on television, and everything mean nothing to me. <laughs> you're right. No, you're right. And you're absolutely right. I mean, like I say, anybody who's followed the game and I mean, their opinion is every bit as much as these guys. What are these guys have? Because they were fortunate enough to get a job and get paid to talk about sports that their opinion means more than your opinion. If you've been following sports yourself, you just didn't get the chance to get on TV or radio to talk. About <laughs> why is their opinion more valid than your opinion? There's, exactly. Tim Legler, exactly. Like I told Tim Legler, if Tim Legler saying something, I'm listening because I have great respect. He was a player. He understands things. He's probably one of the best guys to break a game down and talk about stuff. I love his work. And so, I mean, that's, I'm going to take to heart a lot more what Tim Legler says than right. what somebody else says, who's a talking head on a show talking about uh, sports, especially basketball. 
No, I love Tim Legler. I'm looking forward again to this season. I, I from one we'll of my favorite segments. We'll get him on the show. Yeah, and, and one of my favorite segments on TV is when he joins Scott Van Pelt uh, yeah. after most games. Those I I really pay attention. He is one of those those minds that really understands basketball. And I'm with you. I, I and I'm looking forward to having him on the show. Uh, Rick, I know you're you're gracing your presence in Northern California where you where you won your championship, you won your finals MVP. The, the, you spent the vast majority of your career here. I'm recording this on October 6th. What are you doing in town? What, what's the what's the special occasion? Well, I came in. Uh, David Wilhelm, uh, who is the gentleman who actually is a big resort developer, has developed and has the Mayakama Golf Club up here in, in Sonoma, in the wine country, just in a mm. big facility. And they have supported the, the Schulz Foundation, the Schulz Charity, Charles Schulz, who created Peanuts. And uh, oh, was, yes. Yeah, working with the wife, with the daughter and everything. And this is the 20th year that they had another fundraising event. These people over that time, these young kids are so fortunate for for a number of charities for kids in the Sonoma County area. Uh, they've raised over $10 million and they just do so many wonderful things for them. And we have a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of great people come up here to participate in this. And so I was fortunate enough to be invited to come up and do that and uh, staying uh, staying here at uh, one of the nice, well, actually, I'm staying at the guest home of, uh, <laughs> of <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, of, of Mark Inlow, who is a very successful businessman who lives here and supports the cause as well. So it's nice. I have a great opportunity to to be a part of that and help to raise some money for some good causes. And they have some uh, John, John O'Hurley. You remember John O'Hurley from the Seinfeld show? He's of course, yes. A big host of here. Yeah, Peterman, <laughs> Jake Peterman yeah. from the yes. Seinfeld show. Oh, great guy. Yeah, great guy. And, and, you know, and just a lot of other really good people up here. Brandy Chastain was up in a whole bunch oh. of act, you know, actors and and other people. And it's just a great event. I mean, and I'll tell you what, if you're a wine drinker up here, you can go crazy. I mean, this at this club here, they have 300 lockers for uh, for the golfers and stuff and 600 wine lockers. <laughs> they, love, <laughs> they absolutely love wine here. It's just amazing. Amazing. Oh. So anyway, but it's fun. So I'm just happy to have done that. And then I'm up here with Medissa Leaf, the company, the Cannabinoid company I do work for. They're based in Santa Rosa as well. And I do a lot of stuff for them. So I uh, got a chance to meet with them and introduce them to some people and get ready to go back out on the PPA tour to start, you know, playing some more pickleball at some of the PPA events, the professional pickleball association, check them out. They're on T on TV. They got a lot of exposure. They're getting out. What a fun game. You and you need to get into that. I, I, you know, I'm going to, because I just the other day I was walking by the tennis courts where they're near our house. Uh, and, and we start, I'm seeing people play this game now on, on tennis courts and it looks fun. Um, I'm going to join in. No, I'm going to be a participant you for sure. Well, you can't play on a tennis court. The Mets too high and it's different, different configuration, but oh, okay. they're, they're actually tearing down in our place. They tore down a bunch of the tennis courts and put in pickleball courts and put in 18 pickleball courts. It's the fastest growing sport in the world, I think, but for oh. certain, the United States, it's, uh, it's really cool. You don't beat your body up, but you certainly, uh, you know, check it out and do stuff. And that's why, you know, the, the guys on the, the play on the PPA tour who I gotten to know a lot of them at all. They just, they just love our medicinal leaf product because it's mm. cannabinoid stuff and put the roll-ons on and put the salves on and keeps your body going, get rid of inflammation. It's just, you know, amazing products. And then I wear my ghost sleeves, which is another Bay area company, uh, ghost sleeves, check that out folks, GhostSleeves.com. And uh, if you put in the code RB24, you get a nice little discount. And if you go to medicinalleaf.com and put in the code 24, you get a discount on some of those products, but check them out. They're really, really cool and worthwhile. And, and the Warriors are showing us some, uh, I've been really open with our program lately. They've been, uh, I've actually been participating in some of the press conferences and 
hopefully we'll get Clay Thompson on the show soon. And maybe, maybe you can convince him to try out ghost sleeves for his, uh, for either his knee or his Achilles. I don't know which one would yeah. make more sense. No, they, for, have but- a, you know, they have a calf thing that helps with the Achilles and something for the knee. I mean, I, I'm just trying to be helpful to him. I'm more than happy to get him some of that, to try it out. I've been trying to do it at Leandro Barbosa, who I had the pleasure of coaching. Yeah. Him. He was such a great person. I just love him. And, uh-huh. uh, yeah, he's he's awesome, and and so he was talking to Clay, and we're trying to get Clay to give me the measurements, send them off to him, and I'm going to actually be contacting all of the trainers in the major sports and tell them about these products because these are products that I know can be helpful to the athletes because I've experienced it myself, and uh, it's it's pretty amazing stuff, and not, not not super expensive for you everyday people to do it. It's great for after you work out for recoveries and stuff with the kinesio tape, and there's nothing like it in the marketplace, so it's really cool, and hopefully. It would help play a little bit. I just want to help him. I mean, I just want to get him healthy. And if there's something he can wear that uh, that's going to be able to help him feel better and 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 do well, well, I, I'd like to do that because I really have great respect for uh, for him as a, as a person and player. And get James Wiseman on board too. I think his his uh, he's expected to be cleared to play a week from today. I, I'm sorry, he's expected to be cleared to jump a week from today on October 13th. And then at that point, it's just a matter of building endurance uh, to get back on the court. And I'm sure he could he could. Uh, well, we get a new, yeah, we should get a new thing on him. As I said, I wore one because I had no cartilage in one knee, and I wore it, and I was a little sore, and it's, uh, it felt so darn good. Anyway, it just gives you a comfort feeling in the way. So I actually I wear it on my good knee as well, and and I just I love them. I I hey. In life, it's crazy. If you're an athlete, especially in your or you're competing and doing other things, why in the world would you not want to try anything within reason to see if it can help you feel better and perform better? I don't know. Right? You know. No, you you make sense. <laughs> you speak logically, sir. Um, well, I'm going to let you go. You you took a break from your travels to 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 host a new edition of the Rick Barry Show. You can follow Rick Barry on all social media platforms at Rick Twenty Four Barry. You can follow this program on all social media platforms at Warriors 24 pod. You can follow me on Twitter at Doc Surf Show. Rick, such a pleasure always. And I'm sure we'll do this again soon. And uh, tonight's an, another Warriors game. If you get a chance to watch it, it's on uh, the local NBC affiliate, NBC Sports affiliate, I'm sorry. Um, and yeah, hope you're having fun out there, man. I was actually just in Calistoga last weekend with the future wife. Wine country is beautiful, my friend. Have fun. Yeah, definitely it is. And so, yeah, would you come up here again? You need to talk to me. I'd go and hook you up and get a tour or something, one of these wineries and all. Deal. All right. God bless everybody. Stay well. Presented by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.